to the intentional bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of the Intentional Bride. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy, happy Sunday. I hope you had a good week. I hope that God went before you, behind you, besides you, everywhere. And I hope that he did the most for your heart's desires. Today's guest's name is Pauline Moirori. Pauline is a dear, dear friend of mine. But beyond that, she's a digital marketer, stroke writer. She chases and is so passionate about her her purpose and her desires in life that she's made major major sacrifices chasing after that dream chasing after that feeling of fulfillment that she's living in purpose this is her story this is her time to just be vulnerable and share how she's moved from financial guru to digital marketer. I hope you will love this as much as I do and I hope that it inspires you. If you are new here I hope that you subscribe on podbean.com and as well as you can follow me on at intentional bride on Instagram. So without wasting any more time, let's listen in. Welcome to my podcast, Pauline. Thank you. It's it's so nice to be here. Finally. Yes, <laughs> finally. That is so true. So Pauline, tell the listeners one interesting thing about yourself. Um... I think one one main thing I can say about myself, one fun thing I can say about myself is that I I think it's that I tend to believe in myself a lot. I do. I know most times I have, I get scared and I just don't make the moves I need to make. But I think most of the time I do believe in myself. Wow, that is so powerful. You believe it. I can I can attest to that. You really do. Because from finance guru is which is the space yes. I met you in to digital yes. marketer. And I remember when you told me you're leaving your job, I was like, Pauline, don't do it. Don't do it. But you said you have to pursue your purpose and you have to pursue what it is that makes you happy. So tell us, yes. uh, like, what did it take to make that bold move? from employment, formal employment to pursuing your dreams? Well, I think for me, um, for a long time, I always felt like since I started to know, like um, study the Bible, I got to know that God has a purpose for us. Like I knew like God has a calling on my life. So when I was in my first job, I was a personal assistant in my first job. And at that moment, I didn't know much about, you know, the Bible. I just knew going to church and all that. So as a personal assist, I felt I wasn't doing much. So I was like, why am I wasting time? I only come to the office to watch movies, you know, all those things you do um, in your first job. And I just felt I need to leave this job. So I left. I didn't even ask God, should I leave this job? Should I stay? I just left. I just told my boss, uh, I think it's time I move on to the next step. And that's when I joined finance. That's when I met you. Noni, we met. um, I was your financial advisor at that moment. And then I stayed, I think, about two years. Yeah, almost two years passed. And then at some point, I felt empty. 
But by this time, I had started to study the Bible and I knew God had a calling upon my life. I just knew that this wasn't the place he needed me to be in this season of my life. But I also was scared to leave because I kept asking myself, um, so when you leave, what do you do? And the first thing I did was what most people do. I applied for jobs. Noni, I applied for jobs. Like I was just applying for any type of job. But then I told myself, do not apply for a job that you know you won't be happy if you get that job. Just don't apply a job because you want to leave this job and get a job. So what I decided to do was ask God. So I started to tell God, show me if you need me to be in this job. And then if you don't need me to be in this job, give me a sign. It just was, it was as simple as that, give me a sign. And for some time, God didn't give me a sign. So I was just like, I'm exhausted. And the point, the point when I knew I had to insist on God giving me a sign was, I used to go to the office and then I'll just feel a certain mood just come over me. I didn't want anyone to talk to me. I just felt, I felt mad at people, like mm. people who had done nothing to me just felt mad. So I told God, I can't be that person who is the negative, the negative Nancy at work, you know? Mm. So I told God, just give me a sign if I'm supposed to be here so that I can have a positive attitude towards my job. Mm. And if I'm not supposed to be here, just give me a sign. And I know that that was in 2019. Um, I went to church and I told God, this week you have to give me a sign. Just give me a sign that I'm supposed to, be, if I'm supposed to be in this job, let me just have a positive attitude towards my job. Let me start to love it again. But if I'm not supposed to be in this job, just give me a sign I'm not. The next day I went to the office, Noni, I just knew God had given me a sign to leave that job. And I just, I just felt some type of peace about it. And my boss called me into her office and she just said, um, Pauline, what's going on? She was just like, what's going on? And I was like, what do you mean what's going on? She was like, uh, your head is not in the game. This is not like you. I told her, yeah, I think I've been feeling off about it. And I think it's about time for me to leave. And then for her, she was just like, um, is that what you want? She was like, well, you haven't been performing much. I think I think you should leave. That's what she said. She said, wow. I think you should. And I told her, yeah, I told her, yeah, I think I, I also think I should also leave. Um, and then I didn't know, like someone in the office was also, you know, those office politics. Someone in the office had talked to her about my performance and telling her that, um, you know, just negative things. So she wasn't happy with me. And we had been good. For me, with my bosses, I'm always like teammates. We had been teammates with my boss. So I was also shocked. But what I didn't know is she was, she wanted me to stay. And by saying that, she was like, so you want to leave? Okay, then you should leave. And I went home knowing, yeah, I've left that job. But in the morning, my boss texted me at 7 a.m. And she said, I think you should come and give it another chance. So when she texted me that, I was like, God, what is this? I thought to finish this yesterday. But then I felt a certain type of peace that, no, just tell her no. And I sent her a message and told her, thank you for the opportunity. But I think it's time for me to move on to the next thing. And she was like, yeah, okay. I wish you the best. 
So yeah, that's how I left. At this point, I, I did ask God if I should leave. And I know, I believe he gave me signs to, to tell me that, yeah, it's, it's time to move to the next step. And the most, you know, I didn't know what the next thing was. I just didn't, I just felt peace to leave. I think I believed that he would show me a way because he's the one who said I should leave. Yeah, that is so deep. One of the interesting things that you've said was you insisted with God. It's almost like you wrestled with him. You're like, I'm not feeling this place. I really need a sign. And I Mm. think that God did give you your sign. What would you say to the person who's like, okay, me, I see signs every day. I'm talked to badly or I'm struggling. But the way the economy is set up right now, like I'm not bold enough to do it. Because like I know for you, you left in 2019 and then 2020, COVID happens. You know, yes, what would you yes. what would you say to that person? Because they'd be like, you know, Pauline may think if I leave, I'd walk straight into poverty. Yeah, I know. I, I actually, I don't, I don't even advise people that you just leave your job without knowing what's the next move. Because no, no one wants to leave their job without knowing, okay, what's next. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing for me is my mental health. Noni, I can tell you when, when you start to feel your mental health is being affected because of being with a person, being in a job. That's a sign. That's a sign that God is telling this place may don't have a hand in this. I just don't. And that's why I even told God, because it can also be an issue of, you know, my heart issues. I told him, if this is me just being negative, you know, this is me just being human. I told him just help me to have a positive attitude towards my job if that's what you want me to do. So I didn't just tell him, give me a sign that you want me to leave. I told him I want his will to be done. So I told him, if you want me to stay, you need to change my mindset, my mind about this job. You need to give me a positive attitude. So just have a conversation with God. You will know it. You will know it. There's something I've always... um, I don't know whether it was a book, a podcast, one of them. And it said, life whispers to you. And he tells you, hey, it's time to go to the next step. And then when you don't listen, life shouts at you. And the shout is not good. Because the shout is like a push. Something bad happens. So when the when life whispers, it's it's just giving you subtle, you know, those subtle signs. It's showing you it's time to move to the next season. It's time to move to the next season. And by life, I mean God. He will whisper at first. He'll just be like, Pauline, it's time to move. But then when I don't listen to him, something big will happen. And I have seen it in my life too, Noni. I have seen it too. God always whispers to me before he shouts. Mm. Yeah. That is so interesting. God always whispers before he shouts. Yes. I like I like what you said that you were not pursuing to leave. What it was is you were pursuing for God to give you the right heart for you yes. in that moment to know what's the way forward. And mm-hmm. I think what's also coming so clear out so clearly is that you have to be intentional in life, even for the the things that maybe you feel like you should not be praying about. You do have to pray about it. Your job your mental health, everything. You have to come into his presence and be intentional to say to him, give me peace or show me the next thing. Yes. If the thing that you're doing is robbing you of your peace. So now yes. that you left in 2019, tell us how is it going? 
Wow. <laughs> so when we left in 2019, I didn't have an idea. I just knew what I told myself when I left in 2019. I said, if worse comes to worse, I'm going back home. That's what I said. People would call me and ask me, yo, what's the next move? And I'll tell them, I don't care at this moment. I feel at peace. If I need to go back home, I'll just go stay with my mom <laughs> for some time and just know what's my next move. But I didn't go back home. So what happened? I had a supportive system. Um, my partner was supportive. He was he was like, if you need help, I'm going to be here for you. You know, that helped. And I, I started to just, I was on the internet and I told God, now that you've told me to move, I just need you to give me, I told God, I need you to give me something that makes me excited to wake up in the morning and something that at night, I'm just like, ah, did the day just end? I need it, I need it to move on. That's what I told, I told him I want something that makes me so happy that I can't contain myself. So I just, you know, on the internet, just doing a little, you know, YouTube, just here because I had time. And then I discovered something, digital marketing. And then I was like, wait, I'm always giving advice to, um, to people I know that have businesses. I'm always sending them what to post online. Why don't I check out this thing? So I checked out digital marketing. I said to do a little courses online just to see what it's all about. And then I was like, hmm, the best way for me to actually learn about digital marketing is getting into it. So what I did was I called up someone I knew who had uh, left. Uh, she used to be my colleague. She had left before me, started a business, she was doing well. So I called her up and said, hey, do you have a um, social media manager? And she was like, uh, did you just call me to say that because I have been saying I need to look for one? And then it was just, yeah, it was, it was God. So I went, we talked. She said, I can give you an intern. Um, you know, I'm not going to pay you a lot because I don't have much. For me, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Just pay me what you can at this moment. So we decided for like the first four months, she's going to pay me this amount. And then I'm going to do social media for her. And Noni, I told God at that moment, I don't want to do this job to please man. I'm going to do this job to please you. And I told him, I'm going to do my best uh, I'm going to work as if I'm working unto you and not unto man. I told him that in the beginning of 2020. This is before COVID. Uh, and then, so I, I, I just went deep into digital marketing. I started doing stuff that I don't know how it came to me. And um, her page started getting a lot of, it started to get a lot of attention. Uh, we were shooting content in a new way, you know, all those things. <laughs> And then it was just fun for me. Uh, she was making more money. She was getting attention and all that. And then COVID happened. And when COVID happened, it's funny because people started to ask her, who is doing social media for you? So she said, telling her pulse, yeah, this, this chick is doing social media for me. You can check her out. And I said to get clients because clients used, could see what I was doing with her page. Um, so it went on for the whole of 2020. COVID didn't stop us because I was on my A game. As I said, at this moment, at this moment, I wasn't working unto man. I was working unto God. I had told him that. So there was no way I was going to, not, to just play small. So we continued that until, yeah, the whole of 2020, that's what I was doing. 
Wow, that is so inspiring, Pauline. I hope you and know the, that. Yes, I know. And the thing is, when I know, like, when you let, I know people call, say God, some people um, mix with God with the universe, and they say uh, the universe, when you put out something in the universe, it always comes back to you. The funny thing is, it happened to me because um, when I told God I wanted to do this, I said I'm doing it unto him and not unto man. What happened is, Noni, um, I saw this lady, she was, she lives in the States. She was doing so, she was doing so good in digital marketing, but then she had a course and it was a little bit expensive. I was like, ha, I wish I had the money to pay for this course. Do you know what happened? Someone post, I'm following this lady. She's, uh, she's, I think she's an author. So funny enough, her name is Pauliana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name is, her name is Pauliana. So she posts yeah. and says, uh, I want to gifts uh, I think four people two people yeah a few people a scholarship to do a course of their choice I'm going to pay half of it um, okay depending on the amount I'm going to decide how much I'm going to pay for them and then I was like wait a minute why don't I just uh, apply for it so I did so many people applied for it but by this moment I had become a social media manager so I knew how to tune people <laughs> so mm. I actually um sent a good email to her and then after a few days she sent me an email and said Pauline which cost do you want and she paid it for a full year in fact I'm still doing it because it ends in July this year so it was God I had put it out in the universe and the universe was giving it was also giving positive vibes towards me yeah God came through for you he did yeah he did he did. Yeah, did you know people I, I hear what you say when people talk about the universe and all but i think in the end the creator of the universe is this god so whenever yes. you're putting it out god's gone before <laughs> you and he has plans for yeah. you and if he yeah. has a desire for you to go down a certain path he will lead you down that path as long as it's a path that leads you to himself and so yes. what i'm learning from you as well is always dedicate everything you do to god and say to him i'm doing this unto you not unto man. And it's so impressive, honestly, Pauline, how you've grown and even how mm-hmm. I've seen, really, I've seen. For me, I'm sitting back and I'm like, I've seen the 360s, it's 180. So I'm absolutely inspired as well. So what virtue of God's love do you think, according to First Corinthians 13, has carried you through your 2019 and 2020? Wow. I think I would say um, it's love is patient. I think for me, I would say love is patient because even for all these things, um, I don't know what happening to me. I wasn't always like, yes, God, this is working out. At some point I was asking myself, when is this going to be, you know, when is it going to be big? I had to, I had to learn patience. And I, and I think for me, it's, it's just amazing how God loves us. You know, we come asking for something. We tell him, please, Lord, gift me with this. I'm going to be so thankful. And then he does. And then it goes slow again. And it's like, God, why would you do me like this? You know? <laughs> so it's, it's also been just learning that I need to be patient too. And I need to just know. I think one of the latest lessons I have learned, I don't know if I've just... Um, left the question that you have asked me but it's what we think of God that is not all he is 
you know, yeah. in terms of, um, I think I was listening to uh, Stephen Fatick on his sermon and he was saying how Jesus, um, you know, like what Jesus will do, people would put him in a box and be like, this is who he is, he heals. But what they didn't know is, like even when the person dies, you know, like Jesus is able to say, get up. And this person was dead. You know, he doesn't just heal, but that's the way we want God to do it for us. We want to put him in a box. Like the only way I'm going to get out of this situation is if God gives me another job, you know. But then it's always like, no, I'm not giving you another job. I'm giving you a business, you know. It's it's always God is more than what we think, than, than what we put him in a box to be. And love I think, is, yeah, for me, it's love is patient. Love is patient. And I, I love what you've said because a lot of people confuse God with their problems. You know, when it becomes hard mm-hmm. or maybe you put in certain amount of effort or work into whatever you're doing and the fruit doesn't come back, you feel like God has let you mm-hmm. down and so he, therefore he's not interested or, you know, you just feel like he's just, maybe his hand is short in your situation. But I love what you said. God is not what you think. He really isn't. And sometimes yes. he's so outside, he's so far outside the box you've created for him. He's far, he's looking at you mm-hmm. and your box is like, you know, when you start to pursue me, that is when you're going to unfold who I really am. Not the perception you have of me, but the, pursue me for who I really am. And if, for me, the constant thing that keeps coming through from what you're saying is a constant pursuit. You pursued him because you could easily yeah. still be in your finance gig. But you pursued his heart. You pursued him and you chased after him. And that's why he continues to reveal himself to you. And uh, another thing that's also so clear for me is purpose is always unfolding. And even as you speak, that should be a reminder that purpose is unfolding and purpose is a process. It's not one thing Mm -hmm. that you bump into one day and you're like, yes, I found my purpose. That's just the gate. Like you just have to keep going and going. And it's lifelong and it will take the whole of your life to actually fully come into an understanding or execution of why God put you on earth. So thank you for sharing that with practical examples. So what advice Mm -hmm. would you give someone Mm -hmm. afraid that, you know, they're just like, I know, I just think I kind of asked this question, but now I want to phrase it in purpose, in purpose. Like this, they know, they know that maybe they are personal assistant, they are teacher, manager, whatever they are, but they know that they are not working in purpose, but leaving their job is not an option. So what would you say to them? I would say, I think, as you have said, that purpose is always unfolding. There's something that someone once said, um, they said, I think it was my former boss, he said, um, he said, you start something and then that something uh, becomes something else. And you can start something today. Why you can start something today? You can start, uh, I think it's the Valentine's guy. I'm not sure, <laughs> but you can start today uh, baking, just baking little things, not even cakes. You know, you can even start cooking samosas and all that. And then it occurs to you, wait, I think I can start baking cakes. And then you start baking cakes and you have a big company that is now uh, baking cakes and selling cakes all over Kenya. So you see, this guy started by selling samosas and then it occurred to him, wait, I also love baking. So what I would say to someone who is who feels scared, because again, 
someone might have uh, people who depend on them so they can just walk away. For me, I didn't have anyone. I had the option of going home. Um, but I didn't, I also didn't have support. It's not like my mom would have supported me being at her place. She would have given me food, but that's the far she would have gone. So the thing is, um, I think most of the time it's, it's starting to do something small. If you feel called to do something like the way Noni is doing podcast, uh, I'm sure you, you do another job and then you do your podcast it's because this is what you feel God is calling you to do at this moment. And this is the much you can do, given that you still have to do something else. Just start something, and then that something is going to become something. And that, and what you start now may not be your purpose, but it's going to lead to your purpose. I think for me, that's what I believe. Don't even limit yourself and say, I know, because me, I just love cooking. Do I now start cooking and selling people food? Is that my purpose? Is that all I've been called to? Well, you start cooking and then in the midst of that cooking, it occurs to you actually what's your purpose. But if you just stay stagnant, you won't know what your purpose is. You have to move. And, and it's something that Noni I did. I, 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 I always do when I feel stuck. I always, you know, I tell God, if there's anything I'm holding that you don't need me to be holding at this moment, God, I am letting you take it away. Just take it away. You know, because I feel like sometimes you hold on to things and God is saying, can I just find your hands empty? And I tell most people this, like God just needs your hands to be empty so that he can give you something. Sometimes he actually needs you to leave that job without even knowing what, what's the next move because it just needs your hands to be empty. But of course, as I said, always be willing to let God's will be done. Because when you tell, I actually did that by the end of 2020. I left the job that now I came to do in 2020. And by that time I told God, if this job is not what you need me to be doing in this season that I am in, I am giving you the permission to take it away. And it's not like God gives needs our permission. It's only that God needs us to let go. And that's what I was doing when I told him, I'm giving you permission to take it away. It was me telling him, I am letting go if that's what you need me to do. Yeah. Yes, that is, you know, literally that is where everybody struggles. Letting go, letting go of your comfort. Yeah. This is not what people are ready to do. People want their comfort, their yeah. comfort blanket, their comfort house. They really don't want to let go. But I like what you said. It's about the little things. Like for me, the listener, I haven't left my job, but I have started, I've taken the first step in purpose and I started this podcast. And even though I'm heavily introverted, I just force myself. Every Sunday is a new day. I have to like dig deep and it's like I'm doing it for the first time every week. And I have to deal with those insecurities. Mm -hmm. I have to deal with those limiting beliefs. I have to deal with the fact that I feel like nobody's listening and I come on here and I speak because I know who I'm speaking for. Even if I, I just start one life, I've done my, my work. And then I also started, yes. uh, you know, shaping up my social media pages. And there's now God is beginning to unfold other things he would like me to be doing. And I'm looking into them. I'm researching into them. 
the introvert in me is screaming out loud to run in the opposite direction. But you know, that's the thing about God. He puts you in situations that are not comfortable and things that situations that pull you out of your comfort zone. And he's asking me to do some things and I'm like, in due time, but at the end of the day, I know I'm going to do them. So like what Pauline said, it's just the little things that add up. You have to start somewhere. If it's cooking, mm-hmm. like she said, start cooking, serve your neighbors. Maybe your food has a healing, you know, virtue to it. People be like, there's something about your food when I eat it. I'm just, my stomach doesn't pain and I have a tummy issue. That could be your purpose. It could be anything under the sun. And you'll only know it if you take the first step. What I think that I would like to say is don't feel the need to explain yourself to people. In fact, when for me, God told me, gave me the signs to leave my job, I told no one. Mm. I didn't even tell my partner. I didn't tell him. I just told him the, other, the next day that, hey, I'll just like you to know I left my job. <laughs> like, I didn't tell people that I'm going to leave my job because I knew people, you know what people do? And it's normal. It's human. What people do is people have fears. And my fears were funny. I'm going to tell you what my fear is telling me. And you don't need to hear that. You don't need to hear that me telling you. You don't need to hear that me telling you. If you leave that job, you know, all those, it's just you. Just listen to God, what God is telling you. Make the moves between you and, and God because the purpose is for you. It's not a committee. He's not asking you to call a committee. Mm-hmm. It's between you and God. I can tell you what I for sure. Up to now, um, I, I studied economics in campus. I do not do anything to do with economics, but it helps with my business. But people in my family still don't get it. But I don't feel the need to go explaining myself each time I see them. I don't. I let people see the peace that I feel, you know, the glow. <laughs> I let yeah. them see it and say, hey, she's not doing bad even if she's doing that thing that we don't get. Because God gets it. It's me and God. I wake up in the morning. Each day, we're funny. I tell God that I, I just speak to God. I don't speak to people. To people, I just speak to God in the morning in the first thing. And if things don't work out, I speak to him. For me, I have conversations with God whereby I tell him, um, you know that thing you told me to do? Hey, may I don't think it's working. And then it takes me back to what I told you before. Don't put God in a box. Yeah, don't put God in a box. Don't do that. That won't work for you. I really love what you said. Don't care what people say. You may feel it, but don't let it take control of what you're trying to do. Just push forward. Push through the discomfort. There's life beyond the fear. There's life beyond the discomfort. And you look back and be like, yes, I'm so glad I I got on that boat and went at a thousand kilometers per hour. Do you have any other yes. final words for the listener? Just bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bet on, bet on yourself and just believe, just believe that, you know, God gives us good gifts. He can also give you good gifts. You know, it's not yeah. that those good gifts belong to someone else. It's all of us. Amen. That's fantastic. Thank you, Pauline. Thank you for being here. And I truly appreciate you making the time. I'm so glad you had this conversation. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you can make this space a home for your heart.